From day one on the job, a little over two months ago, I made protecting the lives and livelihoods of our residents my top priority. Y desde el primer día, proteger la vida y el sustento de nuestros residentes es mi prioridad. My first act as mayor was to appoint our first ever chief medical officer, Dr. Peter Page of Jackson Health System, who's worked closely by my side for the last two months to help craft a public health response and economic recovery plan grounded in data. And now that the vaccine has arrived and with it our opportunity to finally put this pandemic behind us, we can and we will. Since the very first person was vaccinated in Miami-Dade, the Office of Emergency Management led by our director, Frank Rolison, has been working to build a county-wide vaccination program. Together, across the county, we administer over 20,000 vaccines per week, and we are ready to scale up to several times that number once we have the supply. We need vaccines. We continue to demand more vaccines from our state and federal government to get us the supply our people desperately need. We are- Hi, everyone. This is Alexander Cardos, the Alexander News Show for February 4th, 2021. And so we're going to discuss today Miami-Dade Mayor Daniela Cava's, or I like to call her Miss Cava's State of the County address. And I'm sorry I have not been on since last week, early last week. I was when I did the last show. And I'm about a week late into do into wanting to discuss the state of the union. Well, state of the county address. But that's okay. Doesn't mean I can't discuss it. I'm not too late. It's never too late to do something. But before I go any further, let me explain to you really quickly where you can find this show. On iHeartRadio, podcast platforms, Spotify, anywhere you can get a podcast, um, any platform, you just type in Alexander News Show. Okay, and um, you can follow me on Twitter, this show, and anything about news, anything related to this show, go to my Twitter, Alexander News SH. I'm going to tell you something really quick about Twitter, but... You can also email the show, alexandernewsshow at gmail.com for your, with your questions. I finally got a phone number, but I'm not going to reveal it just yet where you can send your comments and anything you want to discuss, you know, questions, anything. I have a phone number. You'll, you'll be able to text in regards to the show. And very soon, I'll be doing a live stream as well. I'm setting all that up. You can also follow me on YouTube. I have a video that I'm going to be posting a little later on. Between today, the 4th, and this weekend, uh, very interesting for the city of Hialeah. Uh, just go to Alexander News Show on YouTube and go to my U- and go to my Instagram, Alexander News Show as well. So, in regards to Twitter, I haven't been writing on Twitter every single day um, because I'm currently seeing if I can, you know, I was on Parlor, but Parlor got knocked out. So now I'm like looking for another platform to get into where I can share this show and make my comments. The thing is that eventually Twitter is going to censor me and eventually they're going to knock me out and they're going to block me. And that's the reality, ladies and gentlemen, because Twitter is communist. And since they're communist, they don't want a right wing or even a a middle of the road individual's point of view. They want you to be a communist. That's why they allow Nicolas Maduro, the, the worst of the worst, to be on their platform. But they'll get rid of Donald Trump, who's never killed a soul. Never killed anyone. And it's disgraceful what they did to Trump. But they're they're getting even the my pillow guy. They got him, they, they cut him, they they let him go. And I that's why I applaud Governor Ron DeSantis, state of Florida governor, for taking a strong stance against these social media companies because in Florida if you're in Florida you're not going to Twitter's not going to be able to just censor anyone just like that no 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 and I'm not going to get into any that much into what DeSantis did but he took us he's uh, proposed and he's made some very tough countermeasures against social media companies like Facebook and Twitter so that's why I don't write on Twitter every day so, 
I'm what I'm doing is I'm writing and I'm posting every three days. I mean, it doesn't mean I'm going away. Twitter's still the main platform, but I want to try to find another platform, and that's where I'm working on. So the Alexander News Show, we're going to discuss Daniela Cava's state of the county address. I know there's a lot of news going on. I know there's Biden and Harris, and he's trying to pass a $1.9 trillion, you know, coronavirus bill. Okay, you know, what happens if that gets passed? 1400 for every single American. They want to propose. I just saw today Mitt Romney, the turncoat. He's not a de- he's not a Republican. He's a Democrat for sure. And you know what? When he runs for re-election, he's going to lose. He ain't going to get re-elected. Utah's a red state. They're not going for that. Um, but really, you know, it's printing money, ladies and gentlemen. That's what the U.S. Treasury is doing. They're just printing money. The money is worthless. The dollar is worthless. So, I mean, look what happened with the whole stock market thing of GameStop and with the whole thing that now oh, silver silver like hedge funds hedge funds you know what if i was the ruler of this country if i was the ruler of this world i would ban hedge funds they're the most disgraceful entities and individuals you could ever imagine they're ripping off they're destroying our economy that's all i'm going to say and I would actually get rid of the uptick rule that President Clinton, former President Clinton, uh, created in the 90s. You got to get rid of the hedge, uh, hedge funds and the uptick rule. And that's it. The stock market needs to be given back to the American people, not Main Street, the rich billionaires, the top 1% to 2%. Okay, that's it. That's enough of it. I don't want to discuss any more national news. I mean, I... You know what? I'm gonna have a couple. I'm gonna have a bunch of shows like that throughout this year. Let's discuss Miami Dade. I haven't been discussing too much Miami Dade. So the county of the the state of the county address, Mrs. Cava. So what? Uh, where we're gonna? I'm gonna discuss. We're gonna we're gonna play her. We're gonna go right through this video, the clips, and we're and I'm going to dissect. Look, I have nothing against Kava. I am giving her a chance to see if she does a good job or not. She needs time. She's just a couple of months into the job. Two, three months into the job as county mayor. I get It's too soon to say whether she's doing a good job or not. So far, in my opinion, you want to know my honest opinion, she's doing an, I think she's doing a decent job. Now, you heard the clip for the coronavirus vaccines. You heard... Well, you know, we, 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 we're doing 20,000 a day, 20,000 uh, COVID-19 shots a day. Ms. Kava, let me explain to you something. Let me, give you, let me give you an idea. Maybe we'll help you. This has got to be for the, for, the, for, the, for the vaccines. Look, I have my opinion about these vaccines. I don't trust the COVID-19 vaccine 100%. I feel as if there was not enough trial testing. I don't feel that there was enough, you know, tri- you know, first phase trial testing. Um, and the question that I have is, like, with Moderna, with um, I think it's GlaxoSmithKline that also did the vaccine, and all the all these other companies, Johnson and Johnson, I think is going to roll out with one is who did they do the trial testing? What population? What nationalities? Um, That's the question that I have. And so, so far, from what I've gathered, the vaccine seems to be working okay. But when I last checked, there were 59 Americans that have died from the the COVID-19 vaccine. They died from it. And that is something that is not fake news. That is real news. So there are some risks, especially if you have an allergic reaction. If you suffer from allergic reactions from, um, what I say, allergies, you run the risk of getting into some really big health problems, including dying. So if you're the type of person that's allergic, 
suffers from allergies, or you could get an allergic reaction, and it can be very, very severe, including deadly. So it's it's dangerous. Would I take the vaccine? I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would. I don't know. It's a it's a good question. We got to see how far our government, our government, which is now being run by a bunch of communists, federal government, is going to go enforcing that everybody gets a vaccine. And then it goes from the federal all the way to the local level. And we got to see where that goes. But I'm not going to get into these details because, again, I need to speed right through this and discuss the coronavirus vaccines that are being rolled out here in Miami-Dade County. So Jackson, right now, is the one that's handling Jackson Hospital Health System here in Miami-Dade County is the one that's handling the vaccines, giving out the vaccines to elderly, 65 and over. And my opinion is, Mayor Cava, I'm going to give you some suggestions. Number one, this should be an all-hands approach. All hands on deck. It shouldn't just be Jackson. I don't know if Baptist Hospital is doing this too, but every hospital in our county should be able to go ahead. It should be distributed. All vaccines should be distributed. Whatever is available should be distributed evenly to every single hospital in Miami-Dade County. Everywhere there's a hospital and perhaps even clinics should also participate. It should be distributed evenly. It shouldn't just be Jackson. Because there's people that live, for example, in Homestead. And I'm talking about really deep down Homestead, like 300th Street. They'd have to drive all the way to Jackson South. And that's a long drive. I don't care. Jackson South is on 152nd and US 1. So you're talking 300th Street. So yeah, it's, you know, Baptist in Homestead is the only hospital down there. Should be able to have the ability to to uh, give the vaccines. And I also believe, so every hospital in the county and clinics, legitimate clinics, not the Mickey Mouse clinics. And maybe if you do that, nobody's going to be left out. Speaking of being left out, special needs individuals should also be given the vaccines. Yes, I know frontline workers. Frontline workers. They're already included in the ones getting the first phase of the vaccine. But I believe special needs, I believe very strongly they should get the vaccines. And I'm not talking about special needs living in group homes and nursing homes, you know, the elderly. I'm talking about special needs individuals. If they are classified by law as having a special need or even a disability, even a disability, if you're in a wheelchair, no, I think you should get the vaccine. And and Ms. Kava, that's that's it. It's very simple. I mean... That's all I can tell you. That's all I can tell you. That's my suggestion for you. Okay, let's continue. And yeah, and I would definitely continue to fight the state. Ron DeSantis, ask him, and the federal government. We need more. We need to. We need to increase the, the number of doses. Double and triple it. All right. Let's listen to Cavas. This is Cavas' state of the county address for 2021. Today's February 20. Uh, February 4, 2021. Uh, 2021. February 4, 2021. And this was last week. Are ready to put shots in arms. We just need the vaccine. And while we've quickly put systems in place to distribute vaccines efficiently and safely, we must also ensure they're being distributed equitably to protect all our communities and to move forward together. And this is why my administration is soon rolling out a new centralized registration process for vaccine distribution. This platform, which will be accessible online and by phone, will allow all seniors 65 and above to sign up to receive a vaccine. A one-time registration, no need to constantly reapply. And it will allow us to fairly allocate vaccines as quickly as we receive new supplies. The bottom line is this. Your access to a computer or the zip code where you live should not determine how quickly you can get vaccinated. That's why we're also partnering with nonprofit, community, and faith-based organizations to get the vaccines to those who are hardest to reach. And this is why, since December, we've been distributing vaccines directly to vulnerable seniors in public housing and those under county. I have have an idea for you, Kava. Use 311. 
You already have the system. You have county workers working that system. Use 311. Or create a hotline number and get it staffed by current county, Miami-Dade County employees who are collecting big-time pay, you know, paychecks. Have them work the phones. I have a better one. Why don't you get these park uh, wannabe cops, the ones that wear these green shirts that are being hired by... Yeah, I had an experience. Uh, I'm not going to discuss it, but at one of these parks, the ones that just sit down and don't do, don't do anything all day, that look at people, they want to bust your chops because you're not wearing a mask, but it doesn't make sense. You're working out. You're going to wear a mask while you're working out? That doesn't make any sense. That's total stupidity. Get those buffoons to work the phones. All right. Care. We've worked to overcome barriers of trust and credibility with the vaccine by investing in a messaging campaign to reach directly into underserved communities, to listen, answer questions, and seek to educate and inform. We need all our seniors and all of those most vulnerable to this disease to share in the newfound freedom and hope the vaccine brings, and with it hope that we can kickstart our full economic recovery. This won't happen overnight, but I'm committed to leading our community through this critical final chapter of the pandemic. We can protect our community with this life-saving vaccine, and we will move forward together. All right, Calvin, if you say so. As we look to the future, building a more resilient Miami-Dade means not just weathering this crisis, but rearranging the foundations so that we can rebuild better. Working together to overcome challenges like we have never faced before also gives us the chance to reimagine a safer, more just, and more prosperous future. We cannot just go back to how we were before. We can and we will create a stronger, more resilient Miami-Dade. Like I said, that's why, Mrs. Cava, I'm willing to give you a chance to see what, how better Miami-Dade can be under your leadership than what it was under... Carlos Jimenez, who was a complete disaster as mayor of Miami-Dade. He was a complete disaster. So I want to see. It's nice that you that you want to mention. Listen, I listened to the entire state of the county address. I'll be honest with you, Kava. And I'll be honest with all you that are listeners of this show. This is a local, national, worldwide show, by the way. But So what I'm going to mention is this. I wasn't pumped listening to the to her speech like I didn't feel like I didn't feel anything to me it, it's kind of like okay eh. I was yawning I was like oh okay Miss Kava like okay yeah okay you sound like a politician typical politician speaking and I got nothing against you like I said I will send you probably 10 emails I'll, I'll be chit chatting with you I mean we chit chat back and forth me and Miss Kava like okay I need, you know, okay, you're not that, you're a typical politician. That's all I can say. All right, let's 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 continue. Let's see what she has to say. These four E's, a commitment to equity, a sharp focus on invigorating our economy, key investments in our environment, and greater engagement. Notice that she said environment. Of course we got to take care of environment. Climate change. Climate change is a complete... I would say if it's global warming and it's, and it's caused by us human beings, that is 100% false. Okay, and I've, I've had shows about climate change. I've had discussions about this. The science does not support that human beings are causing um, climate change, like global warming. Of course, it's actually the planet is being warmed by the weather patterns. Like that's 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 got nothing to do with human beings causing damage to the earth. If that makes any sense, Ms. Kava. But I doesn't. It doesn't matter what I mention or what I say. If you're still gonna push through your radical left-wing radical idea of climate change, so you know. Taxes. Be ready to pay taxes, ladies and gentlemen. I mentioned this. Notice that she's going to mention. Notice. 
She's going to mention environmental, environmental and climate change. That's like, this is like the main part of her her entire state of the county address. Yes, I don't believe in polluting the waters of Miami-Dade County. I believe that what's going on in Biscayne Bay is a disgrace. And I blame Carlos Jimenez for this because he was, this happened, this happened under his watch. But now you're proposing, yeah, we're going to discuss the septic tanks. Just keep, just keep listening. It's going to get interesting. With an input from the people we serve. How will we equitably improve the quality of life of our residents and ensure every part of our community is thriving? We'll dismantle barriers to opportunity and take on social injustices. We'll invest in small business and tackle. Notice that she also says social injustice. Okay, what social injustice, Miss Kava? Look, I'm a talk show. I'm a business owner, resident for this county, and I'm a talk show host. So I'm not going to be carrying water bottles for you, buckets for you. And kissing your ass. If I agree with something you do, I will praise you for it. If I disagree with what you say or what you do, I will not. I will totally be against you. I will go against you. All right? Of course I'm pulling for you, Miss Kava. I'm pulling for you. I am cheering for you to do a great job for our county. I want you to do a great job, Ms. Kava. But you're talking about climate change. You're talking about social injustice. Left-wing, radical, communist way of speaking. This is how the radicals get elected to office. This is their base. Their base is racism, social injustice. They use that word, social injustice, social injustice. Systemic racism. Systemic racism. You know, that's the platform of the Democrat Party, especially the the um, Communist Party USA. And I'm sorry, Ms. Kava, but you're a part of it. You're a very big part of it. You know, and, and I have to be straight up with you about this, Kava. All right, social injustice. What's social injustice? That a cop killed, that out of 100,000 cops in this country, one cop purposely, which is what happened with George Floyd, Kills a black individual because he felt hatred against that individual. So you're gonna, so 99,999 cops are gonna pay the price for one despicable cop, uh, police officer. Oh no, because that happens now. There's systemic racism, social injustice against black individuals. Actually, there's racism against whites also going on in this cop. White individuals. Every nationality, there's racism. It's not just black. It's not black. I mean, there's blacks that are racist against whites in other nationalities. And there's Chinese that are racist against Japanese people. Even in your own races. Chinese are racist against Chinese. Cubans are racist against Cubans. Hatred. You should actually say, instead of social injustice, social hatred is what you should say. All right, let's continue. Affordability and mobility will protect our clean water and safeguard our community against rising seas. And we will engage to rising seas. So rising seas. Notice she says rising seas. You know how much money that's going to cost in Miami-Dade County taxpayers to build seawalls? All around Miami-Dade County. If that's that's her vision, do you have any idea how much that's going to cost? Do you think that the U.S. government is going to give us billions of dollars to build this? No, that's going to be give. That's the people that are going to pay for that are going to be the taxpayers of Miami-Dade County. You, the homeowner, the landowner, you're going to be paying for that. But you voted for Kava, so now you're going to get. You're going to have. To pay higher property taxes, to pay for the seawalls that's going to protect Miami Dade from going underwater. 
Because that's what Miss Kyla wants to do. And do you honestly think that Miami-Dade County is going to go underwater anytime soon in the future? I last checked. I last checked. We're, I don't see... Uh, I mean, yeah, we got Keen Tide. Yeah, we get Keen Tide. But Keen Tide has been going on for dozens of years in Miami-Dade County. It's been going on for dozens of years. As a matter of fact, when I was a little kid, there was flooding... In my old hate, in my old neighborhood, Hialeah, Florida, I remembered the water was up to three feet. And I was like seven, six or seven years old, and we had flooding back then. Miami Dade has always had a flooding problem. So, you know, it's always been an issue. And you think seawall is going to protect us? I got news for you it's not. And it's going to, and if you implement this, Miss Kava, Taxpayers in Miami Day will have to pay for this. Or they're the ones that are going to flip the bill. They have to. They have to pay for the for the whole thing. All right, let's c- continue. Directly with the community to bring new ideas into our decision making and deliver a more compassionate, caring, connected government. It all starts with putting access and opportunity at the core of the work we do as a government. Leveling the playing field for all our families has been my life's work as a social worker, public interest attorney, and public servant. So that's social worker, public interest attorney. You've never run a table in your entire life, a lemonade stand. That's what you've been. You've been a social worker public interest attorney not impressed with those qualifications look Miss Calvin I'm going to give you a chance to become mayor of Miami-Dade County I'm going to I'm going to to do a great job I'm cheering for you but just because you're saying oh I'm a public interest worker uh, I mean attorney and you've never run a lemonade stand you were ahead of a nonprofit okay I give you that this doesn't mean that doesn't mean that you ever been successful in managing a successful business. Kind of like me. I've been in business for six years. I own Special Needs Fund. It's very successful. Coronavirus can't even knock me down. But I'm going to give you a chance. It's not personal. I'm doing a talk show now. Okay, I'm doing a talk show, Kava. You got to prove me wrong. Okay? You got to prove me wrong. Whatever I said... That you're you're not gonna raise any taxes to build a seawall. You wanna build a seawall? Taxpayers in Miami Dade County shouldn't have to pay for that. You wanna replace everyone's septic tank and move them to the sewer system of the county? Taxpayers shouldn't have to pay for that. The homeowners shouldn't have to pay for that. To treat Biscayne Bay, you're gonna have to find a way, another funding source. To fix that problem of the septic tanks. All right, continue. Creer, crear oportunidades para todas nuestras familias ha sido el trabajo de mi vida. All right, let's go to another place. Since taking office two months ago, I took immediate action to make these principles pillars of my new administration, and I have assembled a team to shepherd this change. I appointed right, a new senior advisor to, for uh, innovation and performance. Let's go on to the next clip. Open for residents and visitors to safely spend time outdoors, especially during the beautiful holiday and winter months. And our road back to full economic recover must, recovery must include strengthening and safe. You still got park watchers sitting on their, on their asses, not doing anything. Waste of taxpayer money. I see them in the parks. And some of them are racist, by the way. Yeah, that's all I can tell you. But that's okay. I don't want to get into details. Keep going. Reopening our tourism sector. Miami-Dade County has worked closely with the Greater Miami Convention and Visitors Bureau and CEO Bill Talbert to promote open-air activities and open spaces. I'm excited to move forward with the Miami Land Pro- The only thing about that, Mrs. Kava, you're talking about tourism. I'm just going to mention something. You just go to South Beach, it's completely empty. And that's the mecca for Miami-Dade County. South Beach is the mecca. That's that's like everybody knows South Beach or worldwide. No tourists. Nobody's going. Nobody's traveling to Miami-Dade County. So you got to be on. You should have been honest about this. You should have said we're we're suffering 
right now with a tourism problem. And nobody's coming to Miami-Dade County. Nowhere in your state or the county address did you address the issue that is really affecting our economy. Part of our economy, our tourism. What can you do to get tourists to come back to Miami-Dade County and spend their money here? You didn't mention anything about this in your state or the county address. All right, continue. Let's get let's get uh let's move on to another clip. Climate crisis, and we cannot sit on the sidelines. And that is why I was proud to lead the charge as commissioner to accelerate our clean energy future. I work to add major climate change goals to the comprehensive development master plan, like getting zero, getting to zero carbon from energy and supplying 30% of our countywide energy needs from solar. Before I go any further, what did I mention while she was running for Miami-Dade County mayor? What did I mention? She was going to try to to full, uh, to uh, stick to us, to our throats, this whole thing of climate change. Climate, climate, climate. All right? That is what, um, how can I mention? That's what, when she was running for county mayor, that's what she was trying to, that's what she was discussing. She was discussing this uh, in her. That was her political platform, ladies and gentlemen. Literally, that was her political platform. She's discussing. She's just, she she was beating around the bush. She was, uh, you know, fiddling while she was running for county mayor. Okay, she was fiddling, beating around the bush. Yeah, yeah, we got to fight climate change in our county. We need to make our buildings and our vehicles very energy efficient. Zero carbon. For something that is completely fake, fake science. 100% false. Maybe it's 50% right. Global warming may be 50% right. Well, global warming is 100% right. It's always been happening in our history, our history of civilization. And it's not caused by human beings destroying our planet. It's caused because our sun warms our planet whenever it f- sees fit. That's just the way it works. And history has always been like that. And I've had shows about this. But it doesn't matter. You can tell Kava this all you want. Tell her... I disagree with you. I got the science that shows it. The articles, the real articles. It doesn't matter. Kava's going to go ahead. Because she's working for the developers. Environmental developers. Slash who? Contractors. Slash the environmental special interests. That's who she's working for. They, They funded her campaign. Do you have any idea how much money... You, the taxpayer, Miami-Dade County taxpayer, homeowner, landowner, is going to have to pay for her environmental agenda. You're hearing it right now. Continue. By 2030. And I know we can become carbon neutral by 2050, if not soon. Carbon neutral. No carbon. Nothing. Miami-Dade County's... She, she wants Miami-Dade County, the vehicles to be running electric, every vehicle to be, county vehicle to be running electric. She wants to put electric stations to charge cars all through Miami-Dade and every building, everything. And more than likely, she wants to retrofit all the Miami-Dade County fire stations, the ones that are existing, all of them, to energy efficient. Like, literally, like, you know, do you have any idea how much money that's going to cost? And I got nothing against Miss Kava. She's a very nice lady. At least she responds to my emails, my text messages. But I'm totally against her environmental agenda. Like, this whole climate change thing, like, totally against it. All right, before I go any further, let me 
let me explain to you all this show is funded by me and I'm seeking sponsors. So if you're interested in sponsoring the show, email the show, alexandernewsshow at gmail.com. I will be back and we will continue dissecting the state of the county address of Mrs. Daniela Cava. This is the Alexander News Show. and use throughout the county. Continue to invest in making buildings more energy efficient and sustainable. Expand public access to electric vehicle charging stations. Invest in public transit and reduce our waste. Last month, we placed 420 brand new buses that run on compressed natural gas into service and we will continue this transition away from diesel by replacing another 140 buses due to arrive this spring. And our first electric buses will be put into service this year as we accelerate our transition to zero carbon transportation with at least 50% of our bus fleet being electric by 2035. A goal I... There you hear it. That's uh, Daniela Cava, state of the county address she gave last Friday. Um, that was a virtual state of the county address, by the way. So this is the Alexander News Show. Welcome back. And you can you can catch um, any 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 of my shows on iHeartRadio podcasts. And you can also go to any other podcast platform, especially Spotify. Alexander News Show is what you got to type in. And you can also go to my YouTube channel, Alexander News Show. My Twitter, Alexander News SH. Instagram, Alexander News Show. So that's it. So so how are we? How are the Miami-Dade County homeowners going to pay for this? For her vicious, and I say vicious because it's very extreme environmental climate change zero carbon agenda how are they gonna I mean there's only one way to look at it and that, and that is raising the property taxes of all the Miami-Dade County homeowners and landowners and business people people that have businesses like myself Don't be surprised, I mean, if our taxes are raised, our business taxes are raised. Like certificate of use and the sales tax, that's the only way we're gonna gonna be able to pay for her, uh, her environmental agenda. So every bus is going to be electric in Miami-Dade County. Every single bus is gonna be electric. Uh, every building that's county owned is going to be is going to be carbon free, like carbon free, energy efficient. I just want to ask you all a question: that you that voted for, instead of voting for Mr. Stephen Bovel, you voted for Kava. Okay, you're going to be paying higher taxes. But you voted for Kava instead of Bovo. Be ready to pay higher taxes. You heard her. This was, and I mentioned this and I warned against this while she was running for Miami-Dade County mayor. But nobody listened to me. Now you're going to be crying. You're going to be crying because you're going to be paying higher property taxes. And if she says, no, we're not gonna, I'm not going to raise your property taxes. Bull. And you know what? Let me just mention something. The Miami-Dade County Commission is nonpartisan. Don't let that fool you. 
you have at least seven to eight that are Democrats or swing to the left that will vote to fulfill the agenda, the environmental agenda of Mrs. Daniela Cava. Okay? I just want to let you all know the reality here. They're going to vote to raise the taxes of the homeowners and the businesses in this county. Led by Sally Heyman. The Sally Heyman, the commissioner for the Sunny Isles Beach area of Miami-Dade County. Make no mistake about this. That's what's going to happen. But you fools that voted for, that voted for Daniela Cava thought that she wasn't going to do that. That she's for the little person. Actually, she's not for anyone. She's only for one set of people, and that is for the political, the people that, the donors that donated to her campaign. I mentioned this. While she was running, that guy that, that lives in Fort Lauderdale, I forgot, oh, I forgot that. One of her top, if not her top donor, I think it's this Fishman guy. That Fishman guy gave her almost a million dollars in campaign contributions. That guy's an environmental freak. Climate change, global warming. Every building's gonna be energy efficient. But hey, it's okay. And listen, I got nothing against Miss Kava personally. On a personal level, I think she's a nice lady. Maybe she's a fantastic human being. If I got to know her really well, I'm pretty sure she would be a fantastic human being. Fantastic lady. Great family person. But politically, and and I did mention, I'm going to give her a chance. And I have some, some, some issues that I would like to, you know, the community that I would like to address with her. And I plan to meet with her. I plan and I want to meet with her. To discuss with her. Including one, the main one that I care about. Special needs. How can Miami-Dade County help special needs individuals better? But I disagree with what she's trying to achieve. Every bus has to be diesel-free. Diesel-free. Electric. Do you know how much money that's going to cost the taxpayers? Electric stations? Every building's going to be retrofitted? All right, let's continue. Lysette, as commissioner, will also need to streamline permitting and fast-track environmentally friendly, sustainable, climate-resilience infrastructure. This is how we'll meet this. You're going to streamline this, Ms. Kava, but it's going to, but it's going to cost the prop... The, it's going to cost to get a permit. You're going to streamline, but the permits are going to be off the wall, off the chain. Property taxes go up. Business taxes will go up. That sales tax that you pay every single year for your business will go up. Certificate of use will go up. New taxes will be created. Environmental taxes will be created, created under the guise of climate change, global warming. Don't let her fool you or the bureaucrats fool you. Miami-Dade County already has an environmental agency called DERM. And everything is going to run right through DERM. I want to start with the events of January 6th. The U.S. Capitol was attacked for the... All right, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I had a little technical issue. I... I, uh gave you the wrong footage that has nothing to do with uh, the secretary of DHS the new one but I, I don't I didn't want you to hear that one it's a little tech ish issue here and then I had to break away from my podcast my show but anyway so let me let's continue with uh, mrs. Daniela Cava transportation with at least 50% of our bus fleet being electric by 2035 a goal I set as commissioner will also need to stream. That's why I had warned 
you, the Miami-Dade County voter, of voting for her. Because I'm going to tell you right now, and I, look, I, I pray to God I'm wrong. I pray to God I'm wrong. And I hope to God I'm wrong. I hope that it's not the case, but I am afraid to tell you that is that I'm going to be right about this. You're going to be paying higher taxes through the roof. You voted for Kava, but you voted for higher taxes. Because all that that she's proposing in her environmental agenda is going to cost money and it's got to come out of somewhere. It's not like the federal government where it prints money. If Biden wants to propose a Green New Deal, which could happen, and we're going to get into that another day, it's very easy. The Treasury can just print the notes. In Miami-Dade County, it's not like that. Miami-Dade County has a budget, $9 billion, and it's not included in that $9 billion to cover her agenda, her environmental agenda, for her new things. And she's got to she's got to pay back in the form of promises that she made to her environmental lobbyists and environmental donors. She's got to fulfill their campaign promises, the, the promises that she made, not to the people, to the donors, to fulfill her environmental, their event of environmental agendas. They donated money to her. And she has to pay them back. Because they donated money to her campaign while she ran for Miami-Dade County Mayor. A lot of the money she got were from the environmental lobbyists, the environmental group, the rich people that donated to her, developers. Because they want to get those deals. They want to get the electric bus deal. They want to get the... uh, County buildings that are going to be retrofitted under the guise of climate change, global warming. They want to get those deals because it's going to be more money in their pockets. So she's going to reward the contracts to the donors, environmental donors that gave money to her campaign. So they said, you know what? I want the deal. I'm going to donate money to your campaign. And if you win, you got to give me you got to pass the, the climate change you know, legislation in Miami-Dade County. And I want that contract to retrofit all the county buildings. All the new affordable living apartments. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Environmental apartments. So, I mean, yeah. The, all under the guise of affordable living. Every apartment, every house is going to be built under the guise of affordable housing under Miami-Dade County, under the umbrella of Miami-Dade County, because it's going to be a partnership. When she noticed, you notice she's, I think she's going to, you're going to hear her towards the end of the video. I'm hoping to put that clip. I, I don't know if you'll, I'll be able to give it to you. Oh yeah. Environmental, energy efficient apartments. The contractors are the ones that are going to get the donated to her campaign are the ones that are going to get those deals. It's going to cost money to you that voted for Kava. Yeah. So you're going to be paying more taxes, business, property, new taxes. Streamline permitting and fast track environmentally friendly. Permits are going to cost more money. They'll be streamlined, but it's going to be, it's going to cost more money. It's going to cost you think you pay, you think it costs money costs a lot of money to get a permit to do to do an addition to your home okay to do an addition to your business if you have a location to build a new home you're going to pay a lot more be ready to pay a lot more and bipartisan Miami-Dade County Commission my ass it's dominated by Democrats led by Sally Heyman continue sustainable climate resilience infrastructure. This is how we'll meet this moment. Notice that she mentioned the key words, client resilient infrastructure. And again, I got nothing against Kava. She's a nice lady. 
but her her political, if you start getting into the nitty-gritty of her political ambition, her political goal, her political ideology, climate change. And I start explaining, and I'm explaining to you all, I'm explaining to you all, the people that donated to her campaign. Most of it is, they're, they're the, the environmental climate change machine. It's not included. The $9 billion is not included to cover her environmental dreams. I got nothing against you, Mrs. Kava. I think so far you're doing a, a decent job as mayor. Can't mix one thing with the other. You can't put one thing with the other. But I'm if, if you're wrong, if you're going uh, against the public on something, I'm going to call you out for it. If I believe you're doing the right thing, hey, listen, she's going to use Miami-Dade County prisoners to, to start cleaning up our, our county. Side of the streets that are littered with trash. She, she started this... Uh, already has uh, initiated this program and she's going to do that I think that's a fantastic idea I applaud her for that but as far as the, the when it comes to the climate change I'm totally against her ideas it's going to cost an arm and a leg it, this is not the federal government that prints dollars the federal government, maybe they'll lend us some money. They'll give us some money. But it's not going to be enough. Most of this is going to be paid for. It's going to be paid for by the Miami-Dade County taxpayers. I'm warning you all. I hope I'm wrong. I pray that I'm wrong. I pray to God that I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure I'll be right. And you guys that voted for her, be ready for this. All right, let's continue. Commissioners, me enorgullece servir a nuestra comunidad junto con el panel de empresarios, activistas y líderes locales que integran la Junta de Comisionados del Condado de Miami-Dade. Vice Chairman Gilbert and Commissioner Keon Hardiman come to this commission after serving as Miami Gardens Mayor and Chairman. So, Commissioner Gilbert, let me tell you a story about him. During his time as mayor of Miami, Day, Gar, uh, Gar, uh, Miami Gardens, it had the high, it, it got the highest crime uh, crime rate of any city in Miami Dade County, including Miami. Gilbert oversaw the entire city under his tutelage, his leadership as mayor. Miami, Gar, Miami Gardens experienced a high crime rate in Miami Gardens. One of the highest, if not the highest in Miami-Dade County. That happened under the leadership of Mayor Oliver Gilbert. And Keon Hardiman, who was commissioner for City of Miami, now is commissioner of Miami-Dade County for the area that was under Adrie Edmondson, had the worst illegal dumping of all of the city of Miami. Worse, and never did anything to fix the illegal dumping issue. Continue. Of the city of Miami Commission, respectively. Both of them are working to improve collaboration between Miami-Dade County and all 34 of our municipalities. Commissioner Jean Monestim brings the personal experience and voice of a small business owner to our commission. He's nothing. He's a fraud. Monestine's a fraud. Monestine's district is worse than that of Edmondson. Look at his bus benches, and you'll see how filthy and disgusting they look. And he's got illegal dumping in his district as well, and graffiti in abandoned buildings. And provides great leadership on housing, urban, and economic development. Commissioner... Keone McGee and Senator Renee Garcia bring their years of experience in the Florida legislature to County Hall. 
I can't speak much for Rene Garcia because I really don't know much about him, his his past political record. I can only assume that he's going to do a good job and he's probably one of the better commissioners. Keon McGee, the same thing. Though I, I have to say, you know, he's a Democrat. And I'm, gonna, I'm probably not going to agree with a lot of his political platforms. And he's definitely going to be one of the guys that's going to push for this whole climate, you know, whole agenda and vote for it and raise the taxes of us, the residents of this county, backing Mrs. Cava. Continue. Helping inform our policy on issues like health care and public transportation and building our collaboration with the state. Commissioner Sally Heyman and Senator Javier Soto have been two of our greatest champions when it comes to protecting our parks, beaches, and neighborhoods, making Miami-Dade County more livable, livable for all. I have to laugh at that because Sally Heyman's got a district, part of her district, that is high in crime. High in crime. And Soto, go to some of his parks. What a beauty. For real. What a beauty. I mean, really, I'm laughing at what you're saying, Ms. Kava. Really am. I'm really laughing. All right. I'm trying to get you the... the All our residents. Thanks also to Commissioner Heyman for leading on justice issues. Justice issues. All right. I think we're done. All right. All right. I. What are the rest of the commissioners in this county that she forgot to mention? I, I believe, oh, Ragalado. I, I don't know. I really don't have much to say about Mrs. Raquel Ragalado. I I know that she's known to vote for left left leftist issues. And she's going to be also one of the ones that will vote for this climate thing. And the other guy, the other girl, oh, Higgins, the two Higgins chicks. The new one that was uh, given the commissionership. Oh, she, yeah, the one that's in charge of what used to be Kava's district. She looks like a, she looks like a nobody, I'll be honest with you. I, I, she's going to push for the climate thing as well. And so is the, oh, the other Higgins. Oh, litter, yeah. The one whose district I've, the one by the airport, it's all disgusting and filthy. We're graffiti. Yeah, that's that other Higgins. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Daniela Cava's state of the county address for Miami Dade County. It's February 4, 2021. This is the Alexander News Show. I'm going to give you a chance, Mrs. Cava, but when it comes to your environmental, because I'm telling you, the whole entire state of the county addressed address was mainly climate change climate change climate change climate environmental i didn't hear anything about trying to help the special needs community i didn't hear anything about i mean mentioned a little bit about transit which uh yeah you're going to expand rail from dayland to homestead that's about it and Oh, yeah, you spoke a little bit about the COVID-19, but I gave you some advice about COVID-19. Get all the hospitals involved in giving the vaccinations and some of the clinics in this county so no one's going to be left behind and include special needs individuals. But, hey, like I said, you're a nice lady. I got nothing against you personally, but politically, when it comes mainly with the whole climate and environmental thing, that's where I'm going to disagree with you and I'm going to stop you right on your tracks and I will do everything in my power to expose the myth of climate change yes I'm for cleaner waters yes I'm for clean parks yes I'm for trees yes I'm for some of those things but not your ideas thank you for listening to the Alexander News Show